to another edition of Daily in the Word. This is Rich Chassie, your host and teacher. Today we're going to tackle John chapter 17. We're going to tackle the whole chapter today. So join with me as we look at what is often called the priestly prayer of Jesus. Jesus is, in the first five verses, praying for himself. He will then go on to pray for his disciples. And then, believe it or not, Jesus, toward the end, will be praying for us, all the believers who will come after that first generation of Christians. So let's go ahead and begin reading in John chapter 17 and verse 1. After Jesus said this, he looked toward heaven and prayed, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son, that your Son may glorify you. For you granted him authority over all people, that he might give eternal life to all those you have given him. Now this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. I have brought you glory on earth by finishing the work you gave me to do, And now, Father, glorify me in your presence with the glory I had with you before the world began. I have revealed you to those whom you gave me out of the world. They were yours. You gave them to me, and they have obeyed your word. Now they know that everything you have given me comes from you. For I gave them the words you gave me, and they accepted them. They knew with certainty that I came from you, and they believed that you sent me. I pray for them. I am not praying for the world, but for those you have given me, for they are yours. All I have is yours, and all you have is mine, and glory has come to me through them. I will remain in the world no longer, but they are still in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, protect them by the power of your name, the name you gave me, so that they may be one as we are one. While I was with them, I protected them and kept them safe by the name you gave me. None has been lost except the one doomed to destruction so that scripture would be fulfilled. I am coming to you now, but I say these things while I am still in the world, so that they may have the full measure of my joy within them. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them, for they are not of the world any more than I am of the world. My prayer is not that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one. They are not of the world, even as I am not of it. Sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world. For them I sanctify myself, that they too may be truly sanctified. My prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message, that all of them may be one, Father, just as you are in me and I am in you. May they also be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. I have given them the glory that you gave me, that they may be one as we are one, I in them and you in me, so that they may be brought to complete unity. Then the world will know that you sent me 
and have loved them even as you have loved me. Father, I want those you have given me to be with me where I am and to see my glory, the glory you have given me because you loved me before the creation of the world. Righteous Father, though the world does not know you, I know you, and they know that you have sent me. I have made you known to them and will continue to make you known in order that the love you have for me may be in them and that I myself may be in them. Jesus had ended the previous chapter, his last teaching to his disciples before he was crucified with the declaration, I have overcome the world, this victorious declaration, which was about to be accomplished on the cross. But before that would happen, he would pray for his disciples. He would pray for us as well. And first he would pray for himself. After Jesus had said these things, this last teaching to his disciples, he looked toward heaven and prayed. And so he is praying out loud in their hearing. They are with him as he prays. Father, the hour has come. The time has come. All up until this point in the Gospel of John, we have heard the statement, my hour has not yet come. My time has not yet come. Well, now it has. So Lord, glorify your Son, that your Son may glorify you. For you granted him authority over all people, that he might give eternal life to all those you have given him. And this is eternal life, that they know you. It's not some religious thing. It is not just a bunch of do's and don'ts. It is to know him, the one and only true God, through Jesus Christ, whom the Lord has sent. Jesus said, I have brought you glory on earth by finishing the work you gave me to do. And now, Father, glorify me in your presence with the glory I had with you before the world began. Jesus left his glory to come and to pay the price for our sin. And now he was going back to that glory. And he had it before the world began. Jesus is not a created being. He has existed in eternity with God the Father himself and God the Holy Spirit. And then in verse 6, he begins to pray for his disciples. I have revealed you to those whom you gave me out of this world. All of us who are saved, all believers from every generation, are those whom the Father has given to the Son. Isn't it wonderful to believe, to think, to understand that God has given you to Jesus? They were yours, you gave them to me, and they have obeyed your word. We have been, in a sense, a gift to the Lord Jesus Christ, and we have this incredible gift from him, this gift of a relationship, of eternity with him, of being forgiven of our sin. Now they know that everything you have given me comes from you. Jesus goes on to pray for them. I'm not praying for the world, he says, but I'm praying for them, those you have given me, for they are yours. All I have is yours. 
all you have is mine, this in, this incredible dynamic between father and son, and now he wants to share that with all of us. He goes on in verse 11, I will remain in the world no longer, but they are still in the world. So father, protect them, preserve them by the power of of your name, the name you gave me so that they may be one as we are one. Jesus prayed for our protection, for our preservation, so that we may be one. The unity that Jesus shared with the Father, now the Lord wants us to share that with one another, just as we share it with him. We all have that in common. Those of us who are believers in Jesus Christ, we are united with him and we are one with him. He is one with us and we are one with each other. Whether we disagree, whether we have conflict, in the end, because of Christ, because we share in Christ, we are one with him and we'll be spending eternity together. While I was with them, I protected them, kept them safe by that name that you gave me. None has been lost except the one doomed to destruction, so that the scripture would be fulfilled. Jesus said, I'm coming to you now, but I say these things while I'm still in the world, so that they may have the full measure of my joy within them. No matter what it is that we're facing, we can have the joy of the Lord, because he has given us that. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them. Again, that dynamic between us and the world, we just don't fit in. My prayer is not that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one. They may harm us. They may harm our bodies. Many people have been martyred for their faith. But in the end, we have been protected and we will be protected from the evil one. Sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. Now, the New Testament hasn't even been started yet, let alone completed. And and Jesus is saying, your word is truth. And what we have from God in our Bibles, Old Testament and New Testament, is the word of God, and it is truth. That is why we hold it to be precious. And Jesus is sending us into the world to be in the world, but not to be of the world. So we are to be sanctified made separated, holy. That is what it means to be sanctified. My prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message. That's you and I, verse 20. He's praying for you and I because of the message of the apostles, those who have written portions of the New Testament. Because of what they have given us in the word of God, we have come to faith in Jesus Christ as a result of that, that all of them may be one, and it's Jesus that brings us together. May they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. Our relationships with one another are to be a testimony to the world outside that they may recognize because of that relationship that we have in you and with one another they recognize that that's a unique situation. It's a unique relationship. 
I have given them the glory that you have given me, that they may be one as we are one, I in them and you in me, so that they may be brought to complete unity. Then the world will know that you sent me. One of the greatest testimonies that we have is the love relationship that we have with one another through Jesus Christ. The world will know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. Father, he says, I want those you have given me to be with me where I am and to see my glory. We are, we are going to participate in the glory of Jesus Christ. His heavenly glory will be there to witness that, to, to be a part of that. And we look forward to that day. Righteous Father, he said, and notice how he is addressing the Lord as he prays, his Father as we praise, and that's informative for us. He refers to Holy Father earlier on. Here it is Righteous Father. Several other places he just uses the word Father. That term of familiarity, that term of Father, that term of endearment, we are invited to pray to our Heavenly Father in that way as well. Jesus said, I have made you known to them and will continue to make you known in order that the love you have for me may may be in them and that I myself may be in them. Jesus Christ within us, the hope of glory, Colossians chapter 1. Jesus resides in us through the Holy Spirit. Lord, thank you again for your word. Thank you for how you prayed for us that we would be protected by you, preserved, that we would be unified, that that there would be a, a unity and a love and a oneness shared with each other through you, that we would be sanctified, made holy because of our relationship with you. And Lord, we look forward to that future glory that we will be basking in, in your glory. And we can't wait till that day when we see you. And we will be able to stand in your glory because we will have been made holy and righteous by you. So thank you, Lord. We love you. We praise you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you again for listening today on Daily in the Word. I hope to see you again next time. Have a great day.